in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hey Jackie! And hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah! And this week we missed a movie because we were not born yet. Yeah! We got there! We got there! 1976's Taxi Driver. Oh my god. This was a movie. It was a movie that was, how long was it, two hours? I think so. It was two hours too long. 114 minutes. You know what? Let's just put it out there because this is apparently my M.O. now. I didn't like this movie. Why am I always so negative towards all these movies? I don't know. I don't either. I want to like them, but this movie was just so... So there are certain movies that, like, I can just tell it's like, that's a Jackie movie. You know, like, that's an AJ movie. Right. And from the get-go, this was not an AJ or a Jackie movie. movie. No. No, not at all. But, like, I I sat there watching it. I'm like, no, I don't like this movie. Oh, God, Jackie might. (laughs) So, okay, you did not like it. My full disclosure is that I, I neither loved this movie nor did I hate it. I guess I liked it, question mark. Like, I liked it enough where it wasn't, a full-on horrific burden to watch, but I won't ever watch this movie again. Like, this you don't was need just to. not... I don't understand why it's on, like, some hundred, top hundred list of that's best movies that's ever. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking up at the... At it's the number 19... 86. I don't know. I just took a guess. No, no. It's number 47. It's that high? Why? The, this movie the, was not... Oh, no. The, the 1998 AFI Top 100 list is... It's from 98? This is what this list is from? The, the original. They have Ooh. they have redone the list a couple times. Oh. The original list is from 1998. It is number 47 on the list. Is it still on the list for present day? Probably. I, I looked at the original list. Okay, we don't need to look that up um, right now. I'm sure it is, though, because it's Martin Scorsese and it's Taxi Driver. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. This man drove a taxi. This movie was kind of boring at times. It was so boring. <laughs> there was so much narration. There was so much just drawn out, I'm doing a thing. Like, it was just, it was so, I didn't like the main character. I didn't like the setting. I didn't like whatever story it was trying to tell. It was very clearly trying to build up to something, but even the buildup wasn't a good payoff. And then the pay, and then the buildup happens, the payoff happens, and and then there was still more after it. I was like, I thought it was over at that point. I was just, why won't you stop? The only thing I knew about going into this movie was that, actually, no, I knew two things. I knew this was on the AFI. AFI. I keep AF saying high. I I keep saying AFI because friends of mine had a podcast called the oh. AF High List, where they legitimately yes. got high, watched Watch this movie. every movie on the list, oh. and then got high again and recorded a podcast about it. It's a fantastic podcast. I did, love it. Did you listen to what they said about this movie? I did. I don't remember. It's been a while. Okay. They did all one hundred movies, so it's been a while since they've done forty seven. Curious if you could remember if they said that they liked it. They or not. probably did. These are both. Uh, 
I think they I know that Matt went to film school. I think Ashley went to film school as well. I don't remember. Regardless, they're film people. Like, Matt's a filmmaker. Like, these are film people. Like These, these are, are the, film people. These are the kind of people that I would trust. Pink is out. <laughs> they're not at all like that. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, they're like, I like what I like. Fuck you if you don't like it. Kind okay, of that's good. Uh, which we can appreciate. Uh, no, but the, the two things I knew about this were... It was, you know, this is an AFI, AFI movie. This, <laughs> he I did it again. This is an AFI movie, so it's up there. Mm-hmm. It's Martin Scorsese, Big Deal, Robert De Niro, and I knew you talking to me. Yeah, I didn't know that that line was from this movie. I knew it was from this movie. I wish I didn't. I wish I still <laughs> didn't know that it's, it was from this movie. It's the only thing I knew about. I knew this was the you talking to me and pointing the gun at the mirror. Like, I get it. I don't know why I thought it was like Scarface or something. No. Not that I've seen Scarface. You know what? Honestly, Scarface is I've say say hello to my little friend, yeah. right? But like and, and say hello Al to my little and that's Al Pacino. But like say hello to my little friend and you talking to me. They just sound like they could go hand in hand with they each really other. Could. They really so, could. but like I just I, honestly, it was like I couldn't remember if you talking to me was this movie or Raging Bull, and I haven't seen Raging Bull either. But I know that they're both Robert De Niro movies. Okay, that's as much as I've got. Um, I also had a hard time with. Robert De Niro's character, Travis Bickle. Um, I had a hard time with him. I didn't like him. he's a motherfucking incel. Jerry hated him. Yeah. I mean, he is just one of those guys that... Jerry said that he was the epitome of the nice guy. I'm so nice. You should care about what I say. Why won't you care about what I say? And then just go down that, that yeah, line. And I'm like, I'm like, like, okay, I don't know where this rage came from, <laughs> but please what? put the knife down. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> she didn't actually pull the knife on me. Don't worry. I can fully understand that. And, and I don't want to pull this card, but I feel like I kind of have to a little bit to explain. Okay. That kind of personality in a man, when you are a woman, mm-hmm. it hits a little different. Oh, I believe it. Like, because, like, the first example I thought of was my very brief time on Match.com, which... That that three-day span? That three-day span. <laughs> uh, no, I was on there for, like, two weeks. Uh, yeah, full disclosure, met the love of my life on Match.com, but before I met the love of my life... She met Chad. Uh, there were boys Because I am the love of her life. <laughs> that does not kiss. No, because we don't because kiss friends. friends don't kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Like, I remember being on there and, like, some guy sending me a message and me being like, no thanks. And, and then just went down the like, why, 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 why? Why can't you give me a chance? And I'm like, look, I'm, I'm not I'm not interested. In Calm down. Like, and, and he literally, like, you got to give me a chance and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, here's the thing. You this, entitled prick. Why do you think that I owe you anything? <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, you know what? Because my opinion is if you ask someone... Would you like to go out with me? And they say no. Uh-huh. I think that you are well within your right to say why. But that also you have to give me the same respect that I am well within my right to be to like. not Because have to I say said why. so. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's one of those things where as a society, we need to swallow a very tough pill. Um, it's okay to tell someone I'm not attracted to you. I'm not interested in you. It would be a waste of my time to go further with this conversation. Because we all have very sensitive, deli- you know, sensitive you know, whatever. Egos and yeah. stuff, yeah. You know, like, we can't tell someone, I don't find you attractive. I don't want to continue this conversation. Why? Like, I, I I had no intention. When I was on Match, I had just gotten out of a relationship that was almost, like, seven years long. Like, I was ready to find someone. I made no bones about it in my profile that I am looking for 
Mr. Wright, I am looking for a long-term relationship. I want someone without children who wants the same things that I do. And I'm like, I get to be picky. You know, like, when you get out of a long relationship, I feel like you have this moment of, like, I get to now mold the exact person I want. And okay. I'm like, that was kind of my mindset of I want the guy that does this and does this, that looks like this, then blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. So that was a weird way to bring it around to, like, incels and you don't like me. Why don't you like me? Uh, so you should like me. Let me ask a question really quick, just coming from the guy perspective okay. for a hot minute. Um, so what is so wrong about wanting to ask why, though? Because, like, if I can better myself for, you know, That's, the next time. I, you know what? I think, the, I think it, it really depends on how you're you're asking it, why. It if it's a If it's a, you know, why don't you like me versus a, okay, can I know why? Like, what about me is unappealing. I think that that depends. It, do I smell? I realized I didn't shower for a week, but hey. I think it depends on how you ask. I also think it depends on the person. I think, you know, every woman, every person is different. Yeah. And some people have a mindset of when I say no, I mean no. I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you an explanation. You know, some people have the mindset of when I say no, that is my final word. We need to speak no further. I'm leaving. Right. Some people have, you know, a, a more maybe laid back disposition where they could say, yeah, like, why? Well, I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. I think it depends on the person. Like I said, women who maybe have experienced more of that in the past might have that, um, might have the disposition disposition of, I've told you no, you need to accept it, you need to walk away. Right. Because there could be, there could be trauma in the past. There could be, just like I said, like, it could be somebody that constantly gets hit on or whatever. Right. Or maybe that's someone that's just, their personality is very assertive mm-hmm. and they don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tough because it depends on the person that you're saying why to. Yeah. For me, if someone said, well, it, I, it's exactly what happened. Some guy on, on Match wanted to take me out or talk to me or whatever and I said no and he came back with why and I was like I'm not interested and he said why and I legitimately typed out I do not find you attractive I'm not going to waste my time mm-hmm. you know and it was one of those things where it's like I, you know I'm not trying to be nice here but uh, I, I mean, don't know I guess for, for me it's just one of those things where it's like I like to have reason behind action so it's just sure. more, so like I know for a fact I've asked why don't you find me attractive to somebody in the past and yeah, it, I probably pushed a little too hard. Like, I, I recognize that, and right. I tried to be better about that. Well, and sometimes that's a tough question. Like, why don't you find me attractive? I, the, it's literally just because, though, I want, to, I want to be better, you know? Yeah. I just want to be, well, and, like... And, and that's a tough question, though, because it's like, well, how do you answer that? Like, a perfectly average-looking guy says, why don't Okay, you thanks. That's a little harsh. No, I think I, I'm above... <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, in general... Speaking in generalities, uh-huh. uh, no, but it's like, why do you find one person attractive and the other not? Yeah, I guess you sometimes, you, like, sometimes you can't answer it, you just do. It, the heart knows what the heart wants kind of thing. Yeah. You know, why do I find my boyfriend attractive? Well, I think he's the most handsome man on the planet. But He is pretty good looking. You know, like the next guy, the next girl might be like, well, he's okay. He's not the like hottest guy ever. And I'm mm. like, well, you're obviously Well, blind. you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, you know, sometimes you can't really answer, like, I don't find you attractive. Well, why don't you find me attractive? Your yeah. ears are weird? Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, you can't, like, 
people some people are just attracted to some you know it's it's pheromones it's science it's dna and to that point though taxi driver's main character is somebody who's like uh, i need answers tell me yes. why yeah. and he's also one of those people where it's like do you he's like very me pushing. no well, why don't you like me because i don't well then you're a bitch yeah. like really like that's Again, like that's in today's term, like he's 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 a dick. He's, yeah. He's an internet troll. <laughs> you know, he's like the granddaddy of internet trolls with with his mentality of like, he's very very pushy. Like when he sees the yeah. girl he likes the he that goes that was very weird. Job. Well, for no first stalks yes. the job, stalks her through the thing, and then when gets confronted, like races off because he doesn't want the confrontation because that's what creepers do right right and then and then he shows up to the job like you know oh yeah i want i want to volunteer well i don't actually want to volunteer i just want a reason to come in here and talk to you hey come out to dinner and then got a slice of melted cheese on apple pie that was weird that's a thing though is it yeah really yeah that's weird that's a thing i disapprove anyway <laughs> uh but like i mean that whole thing happened and then and then he did the real weird thing oh, of taking God. her to a movie that was a porn yeah. question mark yeah let's let's go on our second date to a porn like listen i'm all good for a fun time but she was very clearly like uncomfortable with it and then you still pushed it anyway like yeah and then you tried to be like you know i didn't know well you didn't listen like right. she tried to say no, and you said no. It'll be fine. Like, you, come on. It's I, I've read a couple articles where like he's the antithesis of the antihero, and the I, antithesis I don't know. of the antihero. Anti I, I, it's like I have a hard time with movies when I'm not rooting for anybody. Yeah. Which yeah. says a lot about me because I watch horror movies and very often... Am well, you're rooting for the, for the horror guy, yeah. <laughs> but this was a villain that I, like, I could not... Well, because he wasn't really a villain. He was a... He's an anti-hero. <sighs> there was no one to root for. Like, the other cab drivers were, like, grody. And, like, even, like, the... the you know, they've been like around the block. Twelve-year-old like, hooker, and there. Oh, that was. Like, you know, the only person that I honestly rooted for in this movie was the pimp, just because I realized that's baby Harvey Keitel, and I love Harvey Keitel, so I rooted for him simply because in real life, the I pimp's the one is. who was pimping out the twelve-year-old. How could you like? No, no, no! You don't get to justify this. You do not get to justify this. He was scum. He was, no, he was a very no. Person. Yes. But in real life, no. No. Shame on you. I love you, but no. <laughs> I was really I, like, I, I'm sorry. The 12-year-old hooker yeah, thing the tw it was, really, really made me uncomfortable. It's like, who is this movie made for? And then I just giggled because I was like, is this where we're going to make our toxic masculinity jokes? Because... <laughs> Homegrown. <laughs> Grass-fed. Cage-free toxic masculinity. Uh, no, like, this, like, what, like, this, I don't know, like... Yeah, like who is this movie made for? But then I, again, and not that this, not that we can forgive it for this, but again, I'm like, this movie was made in 1976. Different time. Very different time. I New, guess this, this is pre Rudy Giuliani being America's mayor, where he cleaned up the town and got rid of all the dirty porn people because apparently sex workers are bad. Is, um, that was a thing. That was a thing. True. Okay. Uh, I think it was in the 80s. Rudy Giuliani. I think it was Rudy like, Giuliani. I know who. I know the guy. I know that name. I know yeah. he was the mayor of New York or whatever. He like, was the mayor of New York when 9 11 happened, which is when he became yeah, like America's yeah, mayor. Yeah. But I believe that when he was. 
before all of that, like, I believe it was Rudy Giuliani, there was this big boom um, where New York got cleaned up. Okay. Where, like, all of, like, the, the porn Can't be theaters that clean. got shut down. That's the Giants. Like, the, a lot of the... Like, a lot of the sex worker industry... Was just run around rampant. And, and I believe it was Rudy Giuliani that came in and kind of cleaned up New York. Okay. New York used to be, if, if one can believe it, like, a lot grittier and dirtier than it is now. Okay. And I say that I haven't stepped foot in New York in forever, um, so I really don't know how gritty and dirty it could be. I'm a white woman from the suburbs, so take that. Well, according to this movie, it was pretty, pretty <laughs> um, dark. But yeah, like it was, it it really portrayed it portrayed New York late as the 70s, scum of late seventies. Yeah. And again, you've got the guy working. Uh, Travis is a taxi cab driver overnight. Insomnia. In, in the worst part of in the worst neighborhoods of New York, mm-hmm. like the guy, he says when he goes in for his little interview, like. I'll work anywhere. And they're like, you'll work in Harlem, you'll work in Queens, you'll, you know, you'll work wherever. Like, he is working in the roughest neighborhoods overnight, yeah. you know. And and at first, he seems, like, at first I was like, is he, like, mentally all there? Is there some kind of, like, I definitely question learning that. disability? I mean, he talked about how he didn't graduate high school, so mm. obviously he's not entirely educated. But, like, just the way that, like, he pursues women. Like, when he took the girl to the porno theater, like... It's a movie that he watches, and I think he's like, well, it's something that I would like, so I want to share that with you. Like, is was that the mentality where, like, he just doesn't have the wherewithal to realize, like, regular adult interaction kind of thing? Uh, I don't know. Like, and maybe I'm trying to go too deep on this. I, I'm not 100% Yeah, this movie sure. definitely felt like it, this movie felt like it was one of those movies that was supposed to try and make you think. Yeah. And all it did was make me think rage. <laughs> yeah. It was t- it, it it was a tough watch because it's not a movie that either one of us would ever gravitate towards. No. Like as like I said, even for me and my horror movie background, like this is something altogether different. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like like suddenly he wanted to kill that one presidential candidate. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. So like, okay, so so he he goes through he goes through the the breakup with this girl, right? And then after that, decides that he needs to start shaping up or something so he like he starts working out and then he buys he buys guns because he and he specifically gets the gun for, for that one guy that he drove because the wife was cheating on the guy but I, I don't know that was a weird I, I i feel like that was the catalyst to make him decide that he wanted to start being air quote better right yeah because at one point in the beginning of the movie one of his cabbie friends was like you know you're in dangerous neighborhoods you've got peace right and he was like, no, oh, no, I'm no ta- I don't uh, like guns. Yeah, he doesn't but like then, guns. But then, yeah, then he has that one, the cabbie makes him, like, pull over and, like, look at the silhouette of the woman in the window. And, and he's it's, like, that's my wife. And he's with the black guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a gun. I'm going to kill her. You ever, see what a, what, you ever see what a 44 can do to a woman's face? You ever see what a 44 can do to a woman's stuff? That was gross. I was not prepared for that line. I mean, I wasn't prepared for this movie. But yeah, I, no, it was. I think it was, I knew it was going to be kind of gritty like that. Is gritty the word, or is just uh, grimy? Uh, grimy, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, like just over the top. Like, let's just push. Let's let's throw shit against the wall and see what sticks. I don't know. Like, but yeah. So like, he has that. He has that guy and talks about the gun, and then all of a sudden he's like, you know, all right, I want a gun now, and all right, I need to tone my muscle and eat 
better because we see him eat bread and syrup. Yeah. You <laughs> gotta, yeah. And then he, like, makes a, like, a fucking Kmart Batman gun holster thing where he can make a gun that was, out of his I, I, Like, I mean, that was kind of cool. <laughs> that was kind of cool. But, like, yeah, he, he goes through this whole thing and then decides that he's gonna start doing stuff to try and make the world better, I guess. And his his two things i thought for certain that he was going to the to the rally and all to kill her right but instead it was to kill this presidential candidate who he actually drove at one point and seemed to like just fine and like this presidential candidate like there was no implication about this candidate being bad in any capacity no i took it is because the girl that rejected him works for works for him and like to hurt her he was going to hurt the presidential candidate guy. It makes no sense because the way that Travis Bickle's mind makes them, like it doesn't make I guess, sense, yeah. You know? But then on the flip side, he tries doing something else that is good in trying to rescue this 12-year-old he, girl. He, 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 there's a very, very, obviously very young girl who is also obviously very much a hooker, tries to get into his cab at one point. To get away. To get away. And, and then you're, you're, you're a fun kid that you like. And then Harvey Keitel, come, he's the pimp, he grabs her out of the cab and he throws 20 bucks at, at Which goes Travis. a long way because you see how much that how much popcorn, soda, candy that guy got for a buck 85? <laughs> Damn, he, 1978. He throws him 20 Six. bucks and he's like, forget about this interaction. Yeah. Uh, but of course he doesn't because there is a decent human being somewhere in there and he's like 12-year-old kids should not be hookers. They should be at York. home, going to school. So he finds her and... <laughs> buys her for he for, got, he, for 15 minutes. He buys her for 15 minutes. But and she's all about it. Oh my yeah, God. she's like ready to do the job. And he was like, he keeps pushing her off. And he's like, no. He's like, I want to help you. I want to save you. Like, let's get out of here. And he tries to make the plan to, to basically like rescue her and send her home and... Yeah, he sent he he sends her money and stuff because he's like he he sends her money to get her home because she says she's gonna leave the pimp. Right. Um, and then and he sends her money with a note that says, "By the time you read this, I'm gonna be dead because he plans on going to assassinate the presidential candidate," which falls through in it's not even spectacular fashion. He just he looked too suspicious from the get go. So yeah, you didn't get anywhere near when you when you act super weird like that around Secret Service guys. Yeah. You're going to kind of get marked like that. So, like, that whole thing happens. And then he's like, well, I guess I got to go hard now. And then he goes and he shoots the pimp and he shoots the guy who rents the room. And then he shoots the guy who was with the 12-year-old girl. And and he gets shot in the neck and somehow lives. Like, well, like I really thought he was going to die. I think it grazed the neck. Did it just, okay. The, 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 the way it looked to me was grazing the neck, not through the neck. He, so. yeah, there's like, every, all these people are getting shot. And it wasn't a good action scene. It was, it was like, supposed to. It was very clearly supposed to be a good action scene, but it ain't no Boondock Saints. <laughs> I, there's like this shootout that happens, and you know, at the Everybody's end of so it, calm through it all. How's that dude screaming about "I'm gonna kill you" when he had his fingers blown off? He just sat there. <laughs> I don't know. Like so much was kind of happening at that <laughs> point. You know, so jo- much. Jodie Foster is the twelve-year-old hooker, by the way. Uh, she's screaming. Uh, the John that she's with is dead and bleeding on the ground. The pimp is dead and bleeding on the ground. The, yeah, the guy that rents the room and Travis is bleeding. Like everybody's just bleeding and people <laughs> are shooting each other. 
And, like, it really seems like he is going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, the cops show up and the, and the, the, the okay, I will admit the, uh, the cinematography that was happening there when, when they, when it's the, the, the top down view and it's the scrolling through over the, over the cops, down the hallway, all that stuff. Like, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And then it kept going and, <laughs> and then it kept going and that entire wonderful cinematography that i was just complimenting i was like okay you've been going on for too long there yeah. Let, let's uh let's is this movie over now because like this feels like an end oh my god he's alive yeah it's still going and it turns out he's alive uh the 12 year old hooker ends up going back home and is now living a normal 12 year old not hooker life <laughs> i thought 12 year old hooker life that <laughs> no she's not hooker now <laughs> um yeah and it's like he kind of saves the day and and it's almost like this weird he survived the shooting he is now looked he's a, at he's as a, hero. a local hero yeah um and the girl that rejected him happens to get into his cab i couldn't tell if that was uh by happenstance or uh on purpose i think she did it on purpose i think she got into the cab she's trying to be friendly he gets he drops her off at her destination and she weird kind of power like move. lingers there. Yeah, weird and it's power like, move. Now that he's like a hero, she's interested again. And yeah, he pulls the uh all right, see you around and he drives off. Yeah, I don't know. Like there yeah. were parts of this movie that were very boring. I I had said earlier that I don't quite understand why this movie is looked at to be as great as it is. I'm obviously missing something, maybe. Clearly. Because I said, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. You're missing it because you're not a man. Maybe. But you know what? I don't have. I'm also missing it, so. (laughs) Well, it's like, in 1976, like, obviously, you know, when you think of Martin Scorsese now, like, his name is like, it's Martin Scorsese. I don't know that in 1976, I don't remember when Apocalypse Now came out. So I don't remember, like, I don't know if he was. Like, I, I just don't know if he was as big of a name in 1976 as he is in 2022. Let's see here. Wikipedia. Alice doesn't live here anymore. I don't know what that movie is. That sounds familiar. Italian-American, a documentary featuring his parents. <laughs> he put his mom in Goodfellas. Never I seen, love Goodfellas. Never seen Goodfellas. Uh, I'm really not big on, like, the whole mobster movie kind of thing. Goodfellas is amazing, though. I do love Goodfellas. Okay, yeah, like I said, I, I don't think he was as a big of, you know... Okay, here we go. Here I we fi- go. I finally found a filmography. There we go. Who's that knocking on my do- at my door, 1967? Boxcar Bertha, 1972. Mean Streets, 1973. Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, 1974. And then Taxi Driver, 1976. So... Before Taxi Driver, he had four other movies. So, yeah. So, I don't, you know, obviously, the whole point of that was, I don't know why this movie is viewed as it is. Uh, There were parts of it that were really boring. A lot of it was really boring. I don't know. I'm looking at my notes to see if there's anything else. (laughs) Anything we could talk about. I, you know, I I don't need to. I mean, I don't know. What else happened in 1976? Anything? Uh, Rocky came out. I, okay. <laughs> Never actually watched Rocky. I don't know that I've, I must have seen Rocky. I feel, no, I have seen Rocky. You'd think as a dude from, who, 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 you know, born outside of Philadelphia and who roots for Philadelphia teams and has the Rocky stuff happening before every single Eagles game, you'd think I would have seen this by now. And here I am at 30, having never seen Rocky. I feel like I've definitely seen Rocky. When I looked at the, um... 
I looked at the top grossing movies of 1976, and I finally feel like you, because I haven't heard of half of them. Oh, yeah? <laughs> top grossing movies of 1976 are Rocky. Yeah. To Fly. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Uh, a Star is Born. Which they have made a Star is Born like every 20 or 30 years. They've remade that movie like a whole bunch of times. So I don't know that movie. So. Yeah. Like most recently, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga did a Star is Born. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But like I also know like obviously it was done in the 70s. I think that's Barbara Streisand. And then I know it was done, I think, with Judy Garland in like the 50s. Okay. And then before that, in like the 20s. They did a Star Wars one. Like, that's a movie that just keeps being remade and remade. So it's not about space, but it's about pop people becoming Right, it's about musicians. Lame. Uh, King Kong is remade and came out in 1976. Not with Jack Black. Not with Jack Black. Okay. No, this is one with Faye Dunaway. Okay. Um, That one I've seen. Not Jack Black. I haven't seen the Jack Black one, though. I haven't either. (laughs) Um, And then we have movies called Silver Streak and All the President's Men. I feel like I've heard of All the President's Men. Don't know why, why I would know that, but... Uh, the Omen comes out. That sounds I like have, horror. I, it is horror. And I, have, I have seen The Omen. Boom. I've never heard of The Enforcer. I have never heard of Midway. Um, Isn't that a... That was a, a war place. Yeah. No, The Battle of Midway. That's a that's like, a, I think, a World War II thing. Okay. I want to say. I believe you. Uh, yeah. As Battle of Midway. Yeah. Called it. There you it. go. Um, and We're, then turning finally, point in World War II in the Pacific. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tenth grade history. And then rounding out the top ten of that year, uh, Bad News Bears. I've heard of Bad News Bears. Never watched Bad News Bears. Something I want to see. Yeah, I like, don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. I, that's the one where there's no crying in baseball, right? No, that's a league of their own. Oh. Unless they rip that from Bad News Bears, but I know that that's a league of their own. But Bad News Bears, I always know it's like... It's It's, it's a girl baseball team, right? I don't think it's a girl baseball team. Now I really don't know what I'm talking about. I think Bad News Bears is just like... It's like the... Basically, it's it's the underdog team. It's the team that's never going to win. They all suck. But I think it's like that classic like Mighty Duck story where they come together and they win in the end Uh kind of thing. uh But it's like, yeah, the Bad News Bears is... They're they're a terrible baseball team. Cool. Um, Taxi Driver is number 15 on the list. From 1976, of top-grossing movies, it, it, it God, cracked pe- the top 20. People must have been so desperate for anything. <laughs> well, they were certainly desperate for technology, because you know what else happened in 1976? I don't. Apple was founded. Really? Yes! Really? Apple is founded by Steve Jobs and that guy. <laughs> that Bob, other guy. Other that, guy that's not Steve Jobs. Steve, the other Steve. I think there's the two Steve. Washniak? Wishniak? I don't know. But Steve Jobs. Macintosh. Um, yeah, Apple is founded in 1976. Uh, the beloved game show, Family Feud, debuts in 1976. I love Family Feud. I mean, I like watching the highlights of Family Feud for people who like, you know. So give real bad <laughs> answers. Really bad answers. I've, I've always really, like, my grandmother and I used to watch Family Feud. We had the Family Feud um, board game at my cousin's house. Yeah. So we used to play the Family Feud board game. So I've always I've always been a big fan of, I haven't watched. What time Family do you wear a sweater? 10 o'clock. <laughs> like, I love watching those. Survey says. <laughs> yeah. The Family Feud is fun. And then the last thing that I have down as far as pop culture, uh, something very near and dear to my heart, but the VHS is introduced in 1976. 
Really? Um, yeah. We had the, the, the Betamax was out. The Betamax. And then VHS came out, and basically by the end of 1976, beginning of 77, VHS uh, was the new yeah. The way that the DVDs, that DVDs eventually did. And, and Blu-rays. Uh, but yeah, 1976 was the year that they introduced the VHS. Things that I still own, collect, and have made fun of for having. <laughs> by my boyfriend. Ha- have been much. made fun of or have made fun of others? Well, he's made fun of me. Because oh. I have like a little TV VHS combo. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. I used for my That was VHS. stolen out of Fast and Furious. I did steal it from Fast Yes, I stole it. came off the truck from Fast and Furious. I am just getting all these little, uh, you know. <laughs> so many callbacks. Look at, <laughs> Look at me. But no, I have I have a whole, I have my, my VHS collection downstairs. Mom it's... still has all the VHSs from the Disney Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like still has Hercules, still has... Hunchback still has Little Mermaid, like all of them at oh, home. Yeah. In, yeah. The, in the big old fucking clamshells. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, miss that. Uh, I don't think I ha- no. I think I have Herbie the Love Bug in clamshell. Not Herbie fully reloaded with Lindley Lohan. No, no. I never no. saw that one. I just know that that's a movie. I know that that is. Yeah, no. This one, I think, I think that was in like my Bruce Campbell phase. I think Bruce Campbell might be. I'd have to look downstairs. Okay. But uh, I think Herbie is the only clamshell I have. I think the rest. I have this really cool Nightmare on Elm Street box set where it's. Like oh my god! Just... You and the heart. Oh my god! Yes. It's really cool. You like? Yes, it's so cool. The spine. So neat. You put them all together. Wow! And it's Freddy with his claws out. Wow! So cool. Yeah. Horror. Thanks for listening to the final episode. If <laughs> you want to be my new best friend. Oh oh oh! Ouch! Please send a message to list we miss podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That doesn't exist. Don't send anything there. That, that's not really real. For the record, though, I have seen that box, and it is actually really cool. It's very cool. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Fuck you. I just complimented <laughs> it. But you were mean about it first. I, I mean, yeah, that's our friendship. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm a little sorry. Subject, new host, slash Aww. best. Just kidding. You are irreplaceable, uh, my dear AJ. Yay! We, yeah, 1976, I, I have, obviously, I for the first time, I really can't relate, because I... You weren't born, I wasn't I born. I did not even exist. You, I wasn't even thought of. My brother at the time was about a year old, so I, my parents thought, hey, one and done, we're good. I think, so. I think my parents, I think my parents were, were not even in, I think they were, I think they weren't even in middle school yet. No, no. I think one was in middle school, one wasn't. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is not a time frame that either one of us can wrap our head around um i'm kind of glad i can't because <laughs> if anybody thinks like that like travis whatever his name is if most people thought that way then i really am glad i'm not in this night you know what i don't think like he was like i said he seemed to be like very on the fringe with his way of thinking and how he acted so i think that i think for the most part i think we came out of 1976 pretty unscathed yeah okay there's not too much more to say, uh, other than you can find us on social media. The list, the list we missed podcast on social media, and you can also find us on your favorite podcasting app. Please search for the list we missed, and you on our Facebook group. Uh, <laughs> oh God! See, this is what Taxi Driver has done to us. It has turned our brains to mush. Yeah. It has. Yeah. Follow us on the social media stuff. Listen to us on your favorite 
thing. And yeah, let's go talk about something else now. Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to y'all in the next episode. Bye! Bye!